Hello and welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I am Tyler Smith. I am David Bax. And thank you for listening. David. What's up? Big night. Yeah, I've noticed that when you say, if you say I'm Tyler Smith, then I say I'm David Bax. And if you say I am Tyler Smith, I say I am David Bax. I follow your lead every time. All right. That makes me feel kind of good. <laughs> so, so if I said I am an idiot, you'd say I am an idiot. I would say Tyler is an idiot. Damn it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rabbit season. Duck season. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, Academy Awards. Very exciting. Yeah. But that's not what I want to talk about. Yeah, let's get something else out of the way. All Firstly. Right. For, for, yes. All right, everybody. <laughs> and here at this point, I'm talking mostly to my friends. All right. There is no yeah, need. I didn't know about this. Yeah. There is no need for the intervention-like uh way in which you guys emailed me about my thoughts on Heath Ledger. All right? As the Joker. As the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because we got like zero emails about this right. uh, on the show's account. It yeah. didn't really come up on the forum. Yeah. I guess people it, felt the need just to people come to who me. had your email address. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. Um, so I was, I've been thinking about it. Like I said, uh, for episode 100, I, I had not come to any conclusions. I was having a hard time. Uh, coming to grips with uh, Ledger's performance as the Joker in The Dark Knight. Uh, today, uh, before the Oscars, I was watching some scenes from The Dark Knight of him as the Joker. And it's just... And you realize you were wrong. Case closed! I'm still not... Here's the thing, <laughs> I'm still not there. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, it's it's just still a great performance. I mean, there's there's no question about it. It's just one of those things where it's... You know, like, and, and Matt Belknap kind of touched on it as well. Like, Cesar Romero's performance as the Joker uh-huh. was perfect for the world in which that Joker yeah. lived. I would say the same about Jack Nicholson. Like, all of them have been very, and, and Mark Hamill and just anybody else who's done it, they've all been very stylized, but they've also lived in a stylized world. Now, Heath Ledger's is also fairly stylized. Um,. In a world that isn't really, the world takes place very much in reality, and so I think I was just having a hard time coming to uh, j- reconciling those two. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, um, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, in Batman Forever. I remember I, expressionism was one of the hardest concepts for me to get my mind around, and when I was, when I saw Batman Forever, I remember first thinking like, who built the Riddler's lair? <laughs> all right, did he just kill all his independent contractors? Because he's a big-time villain in Gotham City, and this is a pretty ornate lair, all right? Like, how did this happen? And then it's like, no, I, I can't think about that. That You're not supposed to think about that. The Riddler exists, and his lair exists. That's how it works, uh-huh. all right? I tried the same thing. I did the same thing with Dick Tracy villains. Did they look like that before they got into crime? Maybe that's why they got into crime. Maybe they couldn't get a job as a a clerk or something. But, uh, and the thing is, is I didn't ask any questions like that with Batman Begins because everything is kind of explained for the most part. I mean, it takes place very much in our reality. Maybe a slightly heightened version. Now, I guess I was... uh, with Dark Knight, I mean, the Joker is so inherently, he's such an inherently stylized character, um, regardless of who plays him, just that's what the character is. He paints his own face. He gets his clothes custom, ta- 
you know, custom tailored, he dyes his hair. Uh-huh. This is something the character is doing. So when you're playing a character like that, uh-huh. I'm inclined to say that all bets are kind of off. I mean, you, you can play him however you want to. I mean, he's a character of affectation. And I don't say that in an insulting way. But, like, I just, I had to, I almost had, and because he's not really given any definite past, and so we don't have a basis for comparing him to, like, Bruce Wayne or anybody else that takes place, who who is in our reality, it's almost like, in a, like, whereas, like, Batman and Batman Returns, and really all the Batman, uh, you know, franchise things, um... Sorry. Uh-huh. Well, like TV shows, comic books, whatever. Medium. Mediums. Um, media. Media. Thank you. That's a good call. Um, <laughs> all of those are very expressionistic. And what I, what I eventually I realized was the Joker in The Dark Knight, he is expressionistic. Where, but nothing else in the, in the world he inhabits is. And so I had to kind of I had to kind of talk myself into not examining it too much. Um, yeah. And I guess I kind of compared the character, like the things he said and the way he acted. I compared him, I don't know where it came from, to Anton Chigurh. Oh, okay. Who yeah, that is, makes sense. Who's a very subtle kind of guy. I mean, he's, he's, he's very similar. He's very nihilistic. He, when he walks into the room, you really don't know if who's going to live who's going to die and if there's any rationale behind either of those choices yeah so i compared those two characters but anton chigurh everything is very restrained everything is very he keeps very much to himself that's why he's so menacing is because you have n- he gives no indication of when he's about to shoot somebody in the head or mm-hmm. whatever whereas the joker it's the same kind of character but it's turned inside out where everything is so outside everything is so extroverted that he's dangerous there as well and so, um, so rest assured, everybody, I, I have, I don't think I was out of my senses. I just had to look at the character in a different way. And so that's, that's where I am now with Heath Ledger as the Joker. Well, I'm relieved. <laughs> uh, the, the whole podcast thing was in jeopardy for a while there. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, you know, this is a big deal in, this was a big deal this last year. You know, everyone, I mean probably the biggest thing in film was Heath Ledger as the Joker. And so uh-huh. like, and I inherently, when I, wa- when I first saw it, I was like, that was a really great performance. And then I started really getting like really dissecting it and, you know, measuring it against certain ec- acting expectations that I have. And all of a sudden it's like, ah, oh, something I knew for sure is no, is now in question. I need to figure this out. And I probably shouldn't have uh, verbalized it, uh, you know, and gotten made fun of by uh, people that I thought were my friends. Yeah, I um, haven't gotten... Uh, I got some crap from one of our friends for uh, <laughs> my opinion on Swimming with Sharks, but that was like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. No need to bring that up, and I was right anyway, so... <laughs> I have not re-examined Swimming with Sharks. <laughs> I am still confident in my arrogance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so... All right, so let's talk about it. Yeah. Speaking of uh, the Joker. Yeah. Heath Ledger. Yeah. Uh, well, we the Oscars were tonight. As, That's right. As everyone knows. We uh, we are uh, in a different sort of recording area here. We're in your bedroom. We're in my bedroom. It's very weird. Very it's different. Th- yeah. I'm not in my big comfy chair. That's true. You're, you're, in, you're on one of my uh, uncomfortable dining room chairs. 
my posture is much improved though. It, absolutely. Normal, we'll see how that affects my podcasting. You know what? It seems to be doing all right. <laughs> so you're all dressed up, but uh, you know, not all dressed up. Well, you're more dressed up than I'm used to seeing you. I mean, it's a big night. It's awards night. Yeah, but I just... You never know when you're going to be called in. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I wish I could take a picture. I know that, you know, we're of a, a, a later generation here. Uh, our, our sartorial attitudes may be a little more lax. Yeah. But just because a guy tucks his shirt in does not make him dressed up. Tucks his shirt, on, shirt in and then with a suit coat and a very, a very nice pair of loafers. Right, we're not going to talk about fashion on this I'm show. I'm sorry. That's not what we do. I'm sorry. I'm wearing my uh, my because Salvation so Army. To, it's not a suit coat. It's a sport coat. <laughs> sport coat, I'm sorry. And these are not loafers. They're slip-ons, but they're not loafers. Okay, fair enough, yeah. They're, uh, they're what's known as side gusset shoes. Okay. They're a more dressier version of the slip-on. All right. It's not a loafer or a topsider or anything like that. We're not talking about fashion on the show. <laughs> you know what? I agree. We're not. Uh, that's that's another. That's a, You need to start your own podcast, David. Because <laughs> you are very fashion-minded. That's not true. So you We're love not the talking Oscars about this anymore. What about fa- <laughs> Hey, fashion's a big part of the Oscars. I never pay I, attention to it. I get a kick out of out of looking at the fashions. I think we talked about this last year. I think maybe we talked about it in the Paul Goble show or something and that I, I like watching the red carpet. Yes. Cuz yes. I, I like the uh I like the dresses. I like <laughs> uh Amy Adams looked so fucking uncomfortable while she was talking to Tim Gunn. Did you watch any of the pre-show? Uh, I watched it on mute because I cannot stand, and I said this last year, I cannot stand the inane, horrible questions that these people ask uh, well, th- this on the red carpet. Was, it was different from what we're used to. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's gotten to the point where the, the half hour before the show is, on, is pretty much specifically about fashion. Yeah. And that I can, I can handle. I, I know what you're talking about. When they ask questions, like, clearly this person hasn't really seen the movie. Yeah. And it's just like asking questions based on what they know, what little they know about the movie or the person, you know. But as long as Tim Gunn is just asking specific questions about the designer and stuff, I, I can watch that. I uh, I like to click over... Uh, I don't know why I do this, considering what I just said about the the uh, pre-show yeah. or red carpet. Um, I like to click on over to the TV Guide channel, uh-huh. see what those people are asking. <laughs> and, uh, and, oh, man, it was so much fun watching uh, this woman, whose name I don't remember, uh, talk to Mickey Rourke. And... Uh, because that yeah. I think what I think the problem is these people literally have 15, uh, 15 to 20 seconds yeah. to ask a que- like one maybe two questions to somebody who does not want to answer your questions uh-huh. they just want to get inside because as it turns out it's maybe one of the biggest night of their lives yeah. uh, nights of their lives um, but this woman was asking the kind of question that Mickey Rourke has been getting uh-huh. from serious interviewers about like it's like you know is it good to be back is it good to you know, uh, be playing this kind of role and all that. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, you know, uh, it's, uh, you know, it was a rough time, but, uh, you know, I only have myself to blame and, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's good to be back. And, uh, she's like, she's like, so if you had, she's like, so what now? I mean, if you could do anything and work with anybody, what would you do? And then he gave her a knowing look as if, like, I would do you. Yeah. And then she's like, <laughs> and he walked away. Uh, I wish I, well, did you see Tim Gunn interviewing Mickey Rourke? No, I didn't. <laughs> he goes, Tim Gunn's like, so who are you wearing? And Mickey Rourke's like, why don't you guess? 
<laughs> Clearly, <laughs> the hero had no idea who designed the clothes he was right. wearing, and neither did he didn't care. Yeah, it was yeah. just awkward for a second. But Tim Gunn obviously picked up on it and then right. moved on and talked to talk about his uh, recently deceased Chihuahua. I don't know. Yeah, Loki. Yeah. Loki. Yeah. Poor Loki. Yeah. Our hearts go out. But uh, but enough uh, enough of this uh, fashion stuff, David. Okay. Why did you have to veer us in that direction? You did. What? Uh, uh, I think. Yes, it, I, you did. Th- I think. So it let's was talk you. about the Oscars. Okay, we had. Um, Expressed earlier our uh, reservations about Hugh Jackman as a host yeah. months ago, and uh, I would say well-founded those reservations. I did not think he was. I mean, it, it wasn't. You know, like when John Stewart hosted, there were a lot of like comedic pieces within the show that were clearly like authored by John Stewart in his like writing team. Right, right. Whereas Hugh Jackman kind of just showed up every once in a while, and he didn't really influence the show that much. Absolutely, except for there are like two major parts that were both fucking terrible. Okay. Uh, the the opening song thing. Okay. How painful was that? I uh, I had several people over, and so okay. uh, I was honestly I was uh, attending to my hosting duties of uh, getting getting them all chilly. Good for you. But I heard it in the background. Were you turning the air conditioning down? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done, David. Let's stop for a second. That the, was great. The joke, of course, was uh, <laughs> so you, I was serving people chili that my <laughs> wife had made, and he was, of course, uh, making reference to the temperature. Yes. But uh, and so I only caught uh, the end, and there I there were certain parts that I found to be kind of amusing. His joke about his, his, the section about not having seen the reader that was, was the only kind part of amusing. That was kind of, uh, even, but even that, it was like, okay, I get the, that premise is funny, but this is still not. Fu- I'm not laughing. Right. It's I, just I spent honestly spent most of that with my hand over my mouth. I was like, I can't. I, this yeah. is so bad. And just the, I like that he ended it with wol- with the Wolverine thing. That and made me chuckle a little bit. I didn't. But here's the too thing. little, too late. Yeah, <laughs> a friend of mine. Uh, made something made a a point that i think was was interesting which is uh Hugh Jackman was he was fun for me he was fun to watch because he was so committed to it and so i would re- i'd venture to say fearless in what he was doing he threw himself into it i'll agree with that yeah um so he was fun to watch on that on that front but he wasn't funny but at the same time he wasn't trying to be funny i mean it really did feel like the tonys you know i mean yeah. And uh, I guess that was the idea, but uh, and then the other yeah. bad part was the other song and dance number that I didn't like, right? With, with Beyonce Knowles, and I, I didn't uh, care for that. But uh, I don't know. Amanda Seyfried, she's pretty, so that was <laughs> that well, made it kind of there. worth it. <laughs> like, oh, there's at least there's somebody pretty on screen. Um, yeah, it. Uh, but for the most part, aside from those, he was largely a non-entity. Um, yeah, and I kind of like when people like when I mean. My favorite hosts in recent years are Chris Rock and John Stewart, and they both yeah. had great pieces they did. I mean, do you remember the uh, the like <laughs> sort of like a political like campaign ad uh, that when John Stewart did it about all, all the uh, all the actresses who were uglying themselves oh, yeah. up, you oh, know, yeah. and then Reese Witherspoon dares to be beautiful or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, it was. Or Chris and Rock's piece where he did like the the like. Went on to, to went to uh, a movie theater and was asking people if they'd seen the Best Picture nominees, <laughs> and he was like, "Did you see White Chicks? Oh, that movie was great. <laughs> that was very funny." Yeah, I mean, it's we just didn't get any of that. They didn't get again. Yeah, Hugh Jackman didn't ruin the show, right? But he didn't inject it with his own personality, which is what we've kind of come, at least not what we've come to accept. What I've come to like about certain hosts: David Letterman, right. Chris Rock, John Stewart. Right. I, Steve uh, Steve Martin. I I liked him as a host. I liked him as a presenter. 
Um, yeah, yeah, the, the, the Tina Fey Steve Martin thing was funny. But yeah, it, it's it is frustrating because like you know in the the last uh, few days like you'd see stuff on the internet. It's like it's like we rank the hosts of the last you know fifty years from best to worst. And I feel like if they do that again next year, like I almost feel like Hugh Jackman won't be on the list because like <laughs> he just it's like oh here's a guy who sings every once in a while and then he will deliver uh you know the, the as far as the structure of the awards the idea of like uh film from conception to and uh, through execution which like, I liked I liked I wound up liking that a lot but we'll talk more about that later but like it was his job to go and kind of move that along which there was no jokes during that yeah but he did he did that fine but he just yeah i mean it almost made the host seem largely irrelevant. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about just jokes in general. This was not a very funny telecast. No. Yeah, there weren't a whole lot of comedic, like a lot of bits, and the ones that were, like I, I thought the James Ra- James Franco, Seth Rogen, Pineapple Express thing fell really flat, except for the Love Guru joke, which which was very funny. Yeah, it was kind of amusing, yeah. But uh, other than that, it went on too long, and it... it and it was like, it, oh, and the thing when he sees James Franco kissing Sean's pen, Sean Penn, that was yeah. kind of funny, but kind of an obvious joke. Yeah. But uh, it was, the, uh, most of the laughs were from, like, presenters or, or speech givers saying something off the cuff. Yeah. The, um, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. I'll, when we get to it, I'll tell you what the funniest thing that happened all night. Okay. But um, Speaking of the mic, David, you're looking at your notes. I'm, I'm still right in front of the mic. Okay, sorry. Uh, so, okay. That's a uh, point I wanted to make. Should we move on to the awards sure. themselves? What do you think of the format of the acting presentations with the past uh, awesome. actors? Awesome. Really? I loved it. Okay. I hope they continue it. Hmm. Well, if they can, if they continue, I, I like seeing the clips from the movies. Yeah. But the thing is, the clips can't, they can never be very long. Yeah. But it's and still, I, that's part of the fun for me. I, I don't know why. I, I can't put my finger on it, but Oscar clips are a part of the night. And so that's true. Not seeing. And especially if, they, if, especially if it's a movie I've seen, because if yeah. it's a movie that I've seen, then even that little bit will take me back and I'll, and I'll, right. and I'll become reinvested in whichever one is my favorite. Right. You know, whichever one I want to win. Now, if they you incorporated know, the clips into what it is, what they did tonight, yeah. would you be OK with it? Yeah. yeah. OK. It, yeah, it was fine. I really, I, I liked the idea of it. It really felt like, I mean, the, the concept of it's an honor just to be nominated. You felt it tonight. Yeah. I mean, when, like, as they go through and talk about, like, when your peers, like, people who've earned the right to, like, be on the stage and they've won before and everybody knows how solid uh, a performer they are, when they, you know, when, like, when Shirley MacLaine was talking to Anne Hathaway and Anne, ha- Anne Hathaway is like welling up, and mm-hmm. Shirley MacLaine. That's the thing is, I, you know, I, I don't think the 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 presenters wrote this material, but they did say some stuff here and there, just yeah. like you said, a little off the cuff, and it, like clearly it meant so much. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like Anne Hathaway, she, she wasn't going to win. Nobody really, uh, nobody really thought she was going to win. But I mean, how how amazing would that be to have uh, a previous winner say these amazing things about you and what you did and with, the, with the character you, yeah. directly to you yeah I will say that it grew on me as I as went on I think the first with the supporting actress one the reason I hated it initially mm. is because that opening <sighs> travesty 
took so long <laughs> and then that and then you know that ma- manner of presentation also took a long time and i was like yeah fuck this show is gonna drag right and so yeah i i hated it initially and yeah it because it, it, it took forever but uh uh, yeah, I, I did eventually grow to like it. I just wish they could incorporate the film clips. Yeah, I mean, I, of all the things uh, of the night, I really, uh, I really hope they continue that. Uh, I don't, and, and and yeah, if they want to do the the film clips to uh, the film clips as well, then I think that would really be great. I mean, it certainly does play up the. I will say this: it kind of it does play up the acting categories over really anything else. Yeah. So that's kind of a shame, but. Um, but yeah, it's it's really, I think they could probably have done that with like screenplay and and director, like a lot of the major awards. But at the same time, they still described, and not in that kind of perfunctory way, they still describe like what the editor does, what the cinematographer yeah. does, like why these are awards that are important, like why this is an important part of the process. Mm-hmm. Um, just that's the thing is, this wasn't a particularly funny telecast but it really felt very it really felt like it was celebrating film tonight like celebrating yeah, the 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 process of, of filmmaking so anyway but that's but I, I liked I liked that quite a bit the acting stuff okay well I want to move on to okay so clearly this was Slumdog Millionaire's night yep uh, it, it won uh, 10 gazillion awards I think a slew I would go so <laughs> okay. far as to say um, but to me I think what I'll remember this night and this year uh, for, uh, in a lot of ways in cinema, I'll remember Milk. Not that yeah. it was my, best, my favorite film of the year, but because of the Proposition 8 thing out here in California yeah. and uh, other things that passed, you know, it was such a timely movie. And we got my, my favorite speech of the night came very early on when mm-hmm. Dustin Lance Black won Best uh, Original Screenplay. That was uh, the best speech of the night for me because he was so eloquent and touching, you know, mm-hmm. but did not shy away from being very political you know yeah. in a, a way that could be divisive and i think that's important it it, it gives a little because w- you and i are even guilty of making fun of the oscars a lot for being yeah just self-congratulatory and 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 almost incestuous and yeah and just silly and it like it made it sort of important it it, it brought him like you were talking about how they brought home the way that the, mi- the what's considered the minor award, minor awards are actually important. Mm-hmm. This did that sort of in a larger on a, on a on a larger scale. It showed why movies in general are important sociologically and in, into the national identity and culture. Right. And uh, so that's uh, I'll, even though Slumdog Millionaire won all the all the awards, every single one of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'll remember this as being Milk's year because of Dustin Lance Black's speech and Sean Penn's speech, which and we should we're kind of going chronologically, so maybe I should hold off and talk about Sean Penn, but fuck it, but talk about it right now. Well, and also Joel Gray's introduction, yes. to uh, Dan, uh, Josh Brolin as Dan White, yeah, like that, like when I think of like the Milk-related uh, speeches, I consider that one of them because yeah. he does incorporate yeah. a lot of I the love themes Joel into Gray, that, too. yeah, um, but Sean Penn who. A few years ago, as you recall, demonstrated a complete lack of sense of humor yep. about the Jude Law thing. Yeah. He came up and said, you commie homo-loving son yeah. of a guns. Yeah. And he showed that he was funny. Or that yeah. he, he had a sense of humor. And and the, the fact that he could have a sense of humor about something that he's also, you know, simultaneously taking so seriously. You right. know, and he had a great uh, speech that was, uh, you know, more political than Dustin Lance Black's, I would say, but yeah. uh, less touching. You know, because Dustin Lance Black's 
speech was very personal about his own experience and yeah. he blew it up into its larger proportions whereas yeah. Sean Penn just sort of went right for the jugular. And a side note, like just in general, I- if you are if you are a writer and you win Maybe take some t- like maybe remind us why we gave I don't know why I said we why they gave you an Oscar like you're saying he, that about Dustin Lance Black I thought he was no great. he was great oh okay. like they should all be like that oh, they okay. should all like like the the guy who wrote uh, whose name I don't recall I'm sorry who wrote Slumdog like he went up and and he did the kind of his hem and haw thing which was which was it was fine but it was like no, it was not fine <laughs> it was awkward yeah. Awkward, there's a lot of awkwardness tonight. I I, I commented. I watched it with uh, someone, and I commented more than once. I was like, "This seems like something Ricky Gervais wrote." Like, <laughs> <laughs> so stammering, and like <laughs> the guy who won this best score for Slumdog Millionaire, mm-hmm. who made that joke. He was like, "He's like, I haven't felt this mix of terror and excitement since my marriage." Yeah. And then there was a pause, and then people laughed, and I think not because the joke was funny, but because I can't believe how awkward this is. Right. That's why I laughed. Yeah, uh, my my friends uh, were talking about like, uh, you know, given the background, like, I want to know more about that. I mean, was it like, I hate to say it, was it kind of like, was it an arranged marriage? Like, how he might not have been making a joke, and just like, it was. uh, But yeah, I mean, uh, Dustin Lance Black, like his his speech was really good and really eloquent, which is what you want in, in a speech in general. But like, actors. And writers and maybe directors should have eloquent speeches uh-huh. for for separate reasons. But uh, but yeah, like his speech is what speeches should be if you're a writer. Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, but yes, Sean Penn, not quite as eloquent. Kind of just like I have points to make and I will now make them. But he uh, he at least made a couple jokes. Yeah. You yeah. Know, he made one joke twice, but that, uh, fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and that was fine. But yeah, it didn't it didn't uh, tug on the heartstrings. Right. I'll say this. I cried fewer times this year than the normal Oscar telecasts. I think the Dustin Lance Black got me. The Shirley MacLaine and ha- Hathaway thing got me. Yeah, and that was like about it. Whereas usually I tend to well up a lot during the Oscars. <laughs> You're an old softy, David. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I'll tell you this: like the one, like the one time that I kind of welled up a little bit. Um, like you think of this as the as the evening of milk, and certainly there's that. I think of the as the evening of Mickey Rourke, where uh-huh. he might as well have won at this point. Yeah, I mean, not that that not that there's anything necessarily wrong with that, but I like. I mean, like, like Ben, like everybody was acknowledging. I mean, Ben Kingsley said, you know, welcome back, and yeah. and. Uh, and Sean Penn, Sean Penn singled him out, yeah. you know, of of the nominees, and and I think that's, I think that was kind of cool. I mean, just the way that everybody was was treating him. Now, I, I, less than in past years have I followed the other awards and like sort of what's what were the favorites. Mm-hmm. Was Sean Penn expected to win? Was that yes. sort of he was the it was the it favorite? was between the two of them. Okay, basically, uh, Mickey Rourke won the Independent Spirit Award last night. Um, okay. And then, but Sean Penn won like the Screen Actors Guild, so it's it's kind of been split between the two of them uh, pretty much the whole time. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's move on okay. to the single funniest thing that happened. I'm totally okay. overselling this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when, before when, when when Jack Black and Jennifer Anderson were talking beforehand, oh, okay. you know, and just like going back and forth, and then Jack Black just goes. Anyways, you guys. 
<laughs> I fucking lost it. And like the first time I was watching, we kept we kept saying that to each other the rest of the night. Anyways, you guys, only somebody uh, like Jack Black could actually make a line like that work. Yeah. Um, and also, I gotta say his his DreamWorks uh, Pixar joke. Yeah. Got a lot of groans. Solid joke. Yeah, and good joke. And correct. <laughs> That's the thing. That's why people were groaning is because they absolutely knew he was right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, you guys. Anyways, you guys. <laughs> why is anyways is always funnier than anyway? Well, I think because it's incorrect. <laughs> I, I don't know. And the idea of saying it in front of uh, a large group of people <laughs> I in, in the tuxedos. Of this, like scripted thing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you guys. Oh, I fucking lost it. I, I, I spilled beer on my jacket. I have to. I have to tell you, that's a sport coat. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a sport jacket, sport coat, blazer, okay. whatever you want to call it. They're um, all part of the same thing. We're not talking about that. Sorry. <laughs> Trying to show you that I've learned, David. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I mean, I gotta say, Steve Martin, freaking, he made me laugh like several times. Yeah. Like you know, don't fall t- in love with me. Don't fall in love with me, and <laughs> yeah. then like, and then it's like, uh, you know, uh, to write like to write is to live forever. The man who wrote that is dead. <laughs> yeah, and just like, well, I like the I'm Steve Martin, I'm Tina Fey, and I'm, and Steve, I'm Steve Martin. Martin. That was funny. yeah. Um, <laughs> there's another big laugh that I don't understand why this made me laugh so hard, but the Japanese dude who kept saying like, "Thank you, thank you" <laughs> to all these people, and then at the end he just said, "Domo gato, Mr. Roboto." That my, is crazy. <laughs> my friends and I had a theory about that. We had a couple. My theory was that he had made a bet with a friend. Uh, his friend had bet him $100 that he wouldn't say that on national television. His white friend, probably. More than likely, yes. Because uh, this guy was clearly in a frat of some sort. Um, but uh, my my other friends were saying that, like, you know, he probably realized that, like, he has a thick accent. Nobody is really paying attention to what he is saying. And then he's going to get their attention. It's like... All right, how about this? What do you think of this, jerks? <laughs> well, because everything else he said was thank you, but with his thick accent, it was right. like, thank you. Yeah. You know, and, and he said he said thank you many, many times. Right. It was, it was, it was, it was well-structured. It built yeah. up. And then, don't worry, I got to Mr. Roboto. Yeah. And now I can, was that, was that animated short? Yeah, it was, it was one of the, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because it was right after the Jack Black, right. anyways, you guys thing. Are there any, is there any more? Because I, 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 I took notes, and it's basically just a list of shit that I thought was funny. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to get your take on this. Okay. Bill Maher. Okay. Well, he, I got things to get to before Bill Maher. Okay. All right. Uh, then okay. let's uh, – are we sticking with funny right now? That's all I have written down. <laughs> well, first okay. off, uh, do we know why – was Jack Nicholson not there? Oh. I mean, when was the last time you saw an Oscar telecast where you didn't see that's Jack Nicholson? That's true. That's a row? good point. And maybe George Clooney wasn't there either because uh, uh, they usually him. show those two people. Yeah. And uh, now that you mention it, yeah, he must not have been there. Huh. But um, can you believe, what was it, like four hours long? Not one Christian Bale joke? Are you kidding me? Yeah, there's a Joaquin Phoenix joke, but, that's not, what I have uh, down here, which but not Christian Bale. What did you think of the Joaquin Phoenix thing? Um, it was all right. Here's what It stole focus after a while. That's, like as yeah. he was wandering around, like yeah, okay, I felt th- bad for the nominees. It's like okay, Ben, these people are you yeah. Know, the joke part is over. Now it's time. Yeah, you get to be on TV and movies all the time, right? These people who do you remember uh, what category it was for? I think it was like cinematography or something. Yes, it was. It was cinematography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the behind the camera people. Let them have their day. Yeah, but this, but as far as the actual bit, like Ben Stiller, I remember 
on the Ben Stiller show, which mm-hmm. is a brilliant sketch show. But I remember like there would be occasionally be things like the one where like when he would sometimes he would do Bono, you know? Oh yeah. And he does it so well that it's like you can't even really laugh at it. It's almost uncomfortable. And that's how I yeah. felt about the Joaquin Phoenix thing because he was doing a great job. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was really mimicking Joaquin Phoenix and it was yeah. almost kind of uncomfortable. But the one thing that took me out of it, and I know it's weird, but like they should have committed to the joke of it because he says like, like he goes, I'm retiring from acting. Like I want to be a cinematographer. And it's like, you've been a director. The joke doesn't like yeah. you should do something outlandish. Like, it's conceivable you would be a cinematographer. You yeah. you've done other. But things. he did say cinematography. That's right. <laughs> you know what you got me there, David. So what else is funny there, David? But that same Natalie Portman. I think I think Ben Stiller's fake beard weighed more than Natalie Portman. <laughs> Scary stuff. Um. Okay. One more thing before we get to Bill Maher's. Okay. Bill Maher. Uh, um. Alan Arkin called Philip Seymour Hoffman Seymour Philip Hoffman. Oh, <laughs> I felt bad for him. For which one? You know what? All the I felt bad for me watching it. <laughs> Just everything about it was like, oh. Speaking of Rick, like Ricky Gervais, like yeah. this really nice thing capped with the wrong name <laughs> is, uh, oh man. It's the right name. It's, it's the right the name. Order. Eventually. But fucking Seymour deserves it for not taking his fucking beanie off the whole night. <laughs> I know you're big about uh, taking off your hat indoors. Men should take their hats off. That's right. Yes. Um, Doff Kate, their cap. Kate Winslet's dad. Yeah. Is Kate Winslet's dad Jack Abramoff? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that crazy fedora? And why are you wearing a fedora at a black tie affair? I'm a little curious why he wasn't seated with his daughter. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's one of the rules. But uh, but that actually did provide one of the better moments when she said, whistle yeah. wherever you are, and you instantly heard this nice shrill whistle and it's like that yeah. that was a nice that was, that was I nice. That. but, but it, it was undercut by when you saw him <laughs> it's you're like, like, Ugh. <laughs> i don't like you anymore sir yeah um, but um okay let's talk about bill Maher. should we talk first about his tuxedo and the fact that it was that it appeared to be made of rubber like I, did he plan on getting vomit on it that night or tonight and needed to clean it easily i, I didn't notice you that did, kind of thing david i know no i don't believe that even if you're not into style or fashion at all you couldn't notice that his suit his tuxedo looked like it was made of fucking rubber i didn't notice it was the weirdest thing in the world <laughs> i couldn't get away with maybe it. he was anticipating people uh, vomiting in rage okay well obviously you have something to say so let's talk about Bill you Mark. know what it, no it's fine it's uh well no i want to talk about Bill more because i like him um no i uh as odd as it sounds my problem for my, my problem with his comments <laughs> They might, they're not necessarily what you might think they were. You remember that last year they had uh, the B from B-Movie present? Okay. Now, there are a lot of problems with that. First off, just animated characters in general. They didn't have that this year. They didn't have that at all this year. Yeah, step in the right direction. Thanks, everybody. I didn't Um, notice that. You noticed that? I noticed the lack of Jack. There you go. The lack of Jack. Nice. Um... But, uh, but so aside from the animated characters presenting things, uh, the thing that bothered me about the B was that he was presenting, and it's like, yeah, you your film wasn't nominated, yeah, and just and the fact that the B was in it and his film wasn't nominated, like, okay, but that, I think there's that, a long history of of that. Like, do you ever um, 
was it the year of the Truman Show when Jim Carrey was a presenter? Yeah. And he came out and he was like, I'm here to present the award for whatever. And he goes, and that's all I'm here for. Yeah. And he made a joke out of it. Yeah. As opposed to but what Bill, Bill Maher. Kind of I don't think he did. I think he clearly thought that, like, he spent more time talking, like, he spent a good chunk of time talking in a non-self-deprecating way um, about his own film. But it wasn't, it might not have been self-deprecating, but it wasn't self, uh, it seemed, filleting, I don't know what the opposite is. Congratulating? Well, but I guess he wouldn't be congratulating himself on anything, but there's a word for it and I can't think Uh, of what it is. I'm going to stick with self-filleting. I know you will. (laughs) Um, but just, uh, it just, he, he, he made it about himself eventually. Now, if he wanted to talk about, but he still made a joke. What joke was that? It was like, you know, your silly gods ruin everything, but there I go giving away the ending. Right. That's a joke. That's kind of what it was for. Uh, sort of. I mean, you think he just wanted to say your silly gods on national television? Uh, yeah, he kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. kind of why I like Bill Maher. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's fine. But, uh, you know, um, some people in the audience thanked their silly gods. And, like, it's fine but, uh, if uh, it's your, it's not, it's not his show. And granted, he was asked to be nominated. He asked to be nominated. Oops. Um, he was asked to be to present, but I'm fairly certain that wasn't written into the comments. I you don't think, think so. It seemed. I mean, it seemed written. It, I mean, it, was it seemed written, but not by. It seemed written by him. Yeah, but I'm sure it was okayed. I don't know. It just it, like everything about it just seemed like like he was hijacking about 45 seconds of the show. For but his the own little thing. The reason you disagree with that is because you don't like him. But every presenter... I do like Bill Maher, actually. I find him to be funny, but like... But I mean, like, you don't think Jack Black saying anyways, you guys, hijacked the show? <laughs> That's what every presenter kind of hijacks the show a little bit. That's why they get famous people to present. They don't have... They don't just have, like, the PricewaterhouseCoopers guys handing out envelopes. They're, they get them so that they will distract and it'll be their little show for, for that minute. But it's the way in which they distract. Him saying anyways, you guys, and then talking about, like... You know uh, about the short. He's like, he's like, it's harder to make an animated short because then you have less time for your panda to, you <laughs> know, its way into America's heart. Into America's heart, like something like that. It's, it's his moment, but it's also like, it is funny and it's self-deprecating and it, and he's making fun of himself and and that sort of thing. Like, Bill Maher's section is about the movie that he made that wasn't nominated and he has and he's still making the point that the film made and then maybe he's tagging it with something of a joke that some people might not even consider we're splitting hairs here this is yeah such a tiny thing i mean it's but some people might not think it was a tiny thing like it's well that's fine we have got free speech in this country well fair enough yes Um, can call us all out for our silly gods if he wants it it's yeah on his show or in his documentary that wasn't nominated. But it is that's the point of the presenters. It's their show for their time on stage until they read the fucking names. It's their show. That's why they have famous people presenting. I suppose he's you know I don't think he's doing it for free. <laughs> that's true. They're paying him for his personality for him to be. On a, on a side note, I wonder what a presenter gets paid. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm curious about that. Much in the same way I'm curious about what people get paid when they go on talk shows. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's just... Just in general, like, it always... I, ah, I always go back to the Patty Chayefsky quote. Which is what? Which is when Vanessa Redgrave 
was uh, there was like there was like a <laughs> I'm about to uh, not necessarily date myself, but there was like a big uh, uh, Israeli-Palestinian uh, conflict at the time. Um, that's a joke, of course. It's still yeah. going on. Um, but I it was joke. yeah. But it was uh, it was like really flaring up. And yeah, I remember what, what she said. I don't remember the Panajowski thing. Well, it was it was uh, later on in the evening, and she had said this big thing, mm-hmm. and he goes. He goes, well, about the uh, Israeli thugs, didn't she call these? Zionist hoodlums. <laughs> Zionist hoodlums, that's what so, it was. Um, I like that you came up with something similar yet completely different. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> Israeli thugs, Zionist hoodlums. It's, you know, potato, potato. Um, but the... Uh, Whether you agree with her or not, Zionist hoodlums is a bit more, bit more writerly. That's true. That's true. And she is British, and it <laughs> sounds better than, like, yeah, Israeli thugs. Fair play, Vanessa Redgrave. Um but Patty Chayefsky came out and he said, uh, he said, uh, before I present the, uh, the Oscar for screenplay, I want to say something if I'm going to be able to live with myself tomorrow. He says, I'm sick and tired of people. I memorized it. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, he I'm says, I'm, I'm sick and tired of people exploiting the occasion of the Academy Awards for the propagation of their own personal and political propaganda. I'd like to suggest to Miss Redgrave that her winning an Academy Award is not a pivotal moment, moment in history. It did not require a proclamation, and a simple thank you would have sufficed. Now, my, my go-to is, it, like, I, I default usually to that, but at the same time, it didn't bother me when Dustin Lance Black or Sean Penn said that because it was their moment. They can say whatever they like. Yeah. And Grant, I disagree with Petachevsky there. Although again, that's that's even more writerly, of course, than Zionist <laughs> Yeah, he came up with that night of. It would have yeah. taken me like, well, I never would have written that. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it just I, I think it. I don't know. Like I almost feel like somebody, like I, I I don't necessarily agree with him because if he if you win, I'm kind of okay with you saying almost anything. Yeah. But like a presenter, I don't know. It, I felt like he made it about him, but not in the way that a presenter. Like, he didn't put his stamp on it, although I guess his stamp is controversy when you think about it. Yeah, and um, he's not a self-deprecating type of comedian. Right. At all. And yeah. He's kind of a pompous windbag. That's, well, yeah. That's what he yeah. does. <laughs> you, could, you could put it that way. Um, but yeah, I, I'm sorry. I didn't want, I didn't mean to spend too much time on this. But no, it's that's just, why we do this post-Oscar indeed, show. Indeed, indeed. I'm the glad post we show. talked about it. Post and we haven't, we haven't resolved anything. We both still completely disagree, and that's right. fine. That's that's right. That's right. This is what, by the way, people on the forum. This is what looks. This is what it looks like when David and I fight. It's not interesting. Stop asking for it. <laughs> All right. Um, um, okay. Sorry. Well, let's move ahead. on to another awesome moment. Okay. <laughs> Immediately after that. Okay. Man on wire one, oh. and that guy did some little bit of sleight of hand. Yeah, that's great. And he balanced the Oscar. Was it on his chin? Yeah, on his chin. Yeah, uh, that's great. I love it. I do. <laughs> They gotta just have. Here's what they need to that's, do. That's better than Roberto Benini jumping on the chairs. Absolutely. Yeah. Because uh, you know, it's what they. Here's what studios need to do. They need to like don't have the the artists go up. Just like hire somebody who's like a professional performer to go up and just do something representing <laughs> your film. <laughs> because it's just like don't get me wrong. I'm excited for like the sound editor or whatever the case may be. But like. You know the people he's going to thank. They they know that he's thankful <laughs> to them. Like send a comedian up there, or a magician, or some, or a juggler. Okay, I don't know. Tyler's joking. <laughs> don't put words in my mouth, David. <laughs> but but uh, no, that was pretty rad. The, it was great making the coin disappear, and then and then just uh, yeah, and then like you're like, hey, neat, he did something there. Oh my gosh, look <laughs> what he's doing now. Yeah, he, nobody's ever done that before. <laughs> oh man. 
Um, Oscars are kind of neat sometimes. Okay. Um, what do you get? What else you got on your list there, David? Not a whole lot more. Okay. I mean, a lot of the, the a lot of the rest of the show I just sort of liked. It, it, the show kind of found its footing, I think, and yeah, moved very smoothly in the last like hour or so. It certainly but, did. Um, I do want to. I, I liked the way they did the original songs thing, where they mixed it like it was like a, a yeah. medley of all the songs. It seemed almost like a celebration of all of them. Yeah, and they all kind of went together pretty well as well. Yeah, uh, as well. So yeah, it was. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm glad the song that won mm-hmm. from Song Song Dog Millionaire won because that's I like that song a lot. Yeah, but I kind of wish the other one had won so that MIA could join Three Six Mafia and Eminem as ah. rappers who have Oscars. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool, but um. Were there any? I mean, I'm looking at the list here. There, there were no surprises. I mean, again, I didn't really follow this year, so I. Okay. But no, there was nothing that made my jaw drop. Right. I mean, I, there was a lot of. Well, I guess I, I, I still don't know anyone who's seen the reader. That's not entirely true. I do know a couple of people, but uh, like, and I, I, I kind of liked. Uh, going back to the opening bit, like Hugh Jackman's joke about I haven't seen the reader because I was like, yes, that's right. No one's seen the reader. <laughs> what is it doing here? Uh, it may be good, but... it was uh, It's similar to a joke that I think The Onion made uh, back in 2004 about how being Julia doesn't actually exist. <laughs> uh, it's all... Of, it's all uh, they, they shot a trailer and the rest was just uh, campaigning. Yeah. Um, um. But uh, so I guess I was kind of surprised when Kate wins at one, but not because I guess she she'd been winning for this role, right? In other yeah. o- other awards or whatever. So I guess it wasn't surprising. But yeah. just still, a part of me, just my gut was like, really? Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it, this it, is and it's not just. I know. I should say, like I say, I have. I don't know anyone who's seen it. I don't know a lot of people who saw Frozen River either. It's not sort of the point. Is not how many people have seen it. The point is that. Uh, I didn't hear a, a lot of good things about it from the people I did s- who did see it or from the reviews. It's, it's again, we talked about this before, it's it's another case of the marketing being the reason that the movie is getting awards. Right. Because it, it's not a, it wasn't a, a terribly well-received film. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, she was very well-received in it, but, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of people said that Ray Fiennes was really good. I mean, uh, people said the acting in general was very good, but just that the film, the film itself was only so-so. Um. Yeah, I did see uh, the, somebody at my uh, at my get together this evening. Um, had seen the reader because he actually he did the thing where I, I don't remember what theater does it, but yesterday oh, yeah. he went to all five best picture nominees. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow, that's I, uh, I cannot. Uh, it, it seems like it'd be a neat thing, but, yeah, uh, but I'm one not of those a, is Benjamin Button. That's like three hours, right? Right there. And just in general, I'm not a young man anymore. I can't do that sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, you you know, you and I watched all three Lord of the Rings in one day, extended editions, mm-hmm. and uh, I look back on that and I'm just like, oh my gosh. So we were at home, we took breaks, we ordered food, we didn't... That's I mean, true. Th- what is he relying on, hot dogs and nachos? Maybe some popcorn. Oh uh, yeah, I guess people eat popcorn. And some M&M's they? for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but he saw the reader, and I remember being really excited that I knew him. Um, <laughs> because it was just like, I was like, oh, finally, somebody th- with first-hand knowledge of or first-hand experience uh-huh. of how this movie was and he's like yeah it's pretty good i was okay. like should it have been up for any of that stuff and he's like oh actress absolutely okay so now what did reese witherspoon present oh shoot okay it's not important because uh well if you remember last year um my girlfriend at the time Teresa, yeah. made a very funny joke about the coen brothers that i repeated on the podcast giving her full credit so i'm gonna uh, give some credit to 
the person that I was watching the Oscars with tonight, when when Reese Witherspoon came out, uh, this person said, uh, "Reese Witherspoon looks like Jerry Blank." <laughs> 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 so perfect. That's exactly what she looked like. Yeah, uh, I uh, I think I was in the uh, the other room and uh, and uh, I think I whatever she maybe that's why I don't remember what she was presenting is because I didn't actually see her. But like when I got back, Jen. God love her. Jen was just like, Reese Witherspoon looked kind of ugly. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, she, Jen doesn't usually talk like that, and she likes Reese Witherspoon. But, uh, but yeah, that's um, literally the last note I made. Except for I wrote, uh, I wrote, is Kate Winslet's dad Jack Abramoff? So I didn't. <laughs> sorry, guys, I didn't come up with that off the top of my head. Just now, I came up with that off the top of my head three hours ago. That's all right. That's okay. I, I wouldn't have thought about it uh, at all. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's. I mean, uh, we should be wrapping up pretty quick. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, mean, I, I don't know what to say about the rest of the show. The 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 last two, uh, the lead acting categories and best mm-hmm. picture went really well. I thought. Yeah. Um, I like the way they did best picture, and I don't remember if they'd done it before, where they integrated other clips into the clips in the movie. They, I, I don't think they did. Uh, I, I don't think they've done it before, and it it worked really well. Yeah. I mean, I liked it's just it a lot. just in general, like so much. Here's, you know who who like the director of the show was right uh no it was bill condon oh who hmm. like i had i knew that going in but i still was just like well i'm a little iffy and then when i had heard because all the producers were saying was like it's like yes the the awards will be presented in such a way that tells a story i'm like what <laughs> that sounds awful <laughs> bill condon you've gone mad with power <laughs> um but then the actual actual execution of it and that's the thing is it it feels like it was directed by somebody who tells stories and like with the like with the acting things but also like with the appreciation of film in general it does feel like somebody who has made movies before not somebody who directs ceremonies like somebody who is used to finding the emotional core of a moment or a scene and so it just so like the you know the the acting presentations and the specific kind of montages and then like the yeah. and and that uh the best picture presentation yeah like it, it it just it all flowed so well and it didn't seem like a typical montage yeah 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 it was yeah that, i like the bunching of categories great. together like will smith doing like four categories in a yeah. row and he made a funny joke he's like yes i'm still here yeah he also referenced boom goes the dynamite did you hear he that sure did. how great was that yeah. i i actually okay i'll there are three times i cried tonight because at, on the next commercial break i went to the computer and rewatched boom goes the dynamite <laughs> and cried tears of laughter as i always do every time i watch it um yeah, uh, for the you know what I'm glad that you mentioned Will Smith because for the record, if ever you just wanted to have one presenter, have it be him. Yeah, because he's great. Like, yes. I understand. I don't know. I, here's the thing. I, we've talked I don't on the show if, before. I'm a big fan of Will Smith. I'm a big fan of him as as an actor, but I didn't really know much about. I I don't think I'd ever really seen any interviews with him or anything like that. I really don't know if he was reading from a teleprompter. Or if he was just making it up at the time. Because yeah. he was so naturalistic that he was just like, none of the awkwardness of like two people talking. It's just him by himself. And he's got such magnetism and he's just so comfortable uh-huh. with himself yeah. that it's just like, for, you know what? Have him host. That would be fun. Yeah. He'd be I mean, great. He's, 
Yeah, he he's, he probably would uh, cost too much. Uh, but, the, uh, possibly yes. But yeah, do you remember when they a few years ago? This was maybe like 2005 or even earlier mm. when they had a. Uh, well-known like screenwriters write the introductions to certain categories. Do you remember that? Hmm. Uh, I don't like or write like a description of what like the job was. Okay. You know? Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And I think that was like uh, 2005. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um. And Will Smith uh, did one, and that that was written by David Mamet, and mm-hmm. so he he put a little joke. He was like, "Censors at the ready," <laughs> before he started <laughs> before he started reading. Yeah. He's he's a, he's a cool he, guy. You know, I got, I, I got a crush. I hate to, yeah, I hate to put it like this, but he's got it. You know, I hate to sound like he's got Jimmy. The X factor. Yeah, I to, he's going places. That guy. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else to say. I mean, there were no surprises, but the ceremony itself was was fine. Eventually. Eventually. After a very rocky start. Um, I, I was I, I was literally like, what have I gotten myself into? I felt like. Do you remember um, Roger Ebert's review of The Village? Okay. Where I can't remember exactly what he said, but he I'm going to paraphrase. He said like from the mo- from the first time you see Adrian Brody on screen, you realize it, it sinks in like I'm going to have to watch this whole movie now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like how I was feeling during that opening thing. I was like, "Oh, what have I got myself into? Yeah. I have to watch this entire thing." That's right. We we're doing an episode about it. But uh yeah, it it, it ended up being certainly not one that's going to go down uh, except for the um the the milk thing I talked about is I'll, I'll definitely remember that, but it's not I'm probably not going to have any long-term memories of this telecast like some of the other ones I've watched over the past 15 years that I've been watching the show. Uh, But it wasn't as terrible as, say, the 98, was it 98 or 99, Will Be Goldberg hosted? Uh, That was 498 in 99, yes. That was a train wreck. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Um, Yeah, and uh, and and one thing's for sure, in, in future Oscar montages of like, oh, the craziness of the ceremony, you're going to see that Oscar upside down on that guy's chin. Yeah. But, that's cool. uh, oh, and what do we, is there anything we should say about the in, in memoriam thing? Um, you know what? Well, first off, I like Queen Latifah in general, and and you okay. sometimes forget how great of a voice she's got. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But I think in having her perform the song live. Uh-huh. They were trying to cut down the applause thing? I think they were, and I think they did a fairly good job uh, of it. I think. It threw the audience off at first because the early ones, like Sid Charisse, got like nothing. Right. And I think for that reason. But they eventually caught on. They're like, now fuck you, Queen Latifah. We are clapping for Sidney Pollock. Yeah. I mean, it, it does bum me out because it's just like – that's always been a problem of, of mine that it's that it's like a popularity thing. But like uh, – but I felt like that's why they had to perform it live. I think you're right. Yeah. I had the same, I had the same thought. But uh, – uh, th- yeah. And it was a, it was a, it was a great moment. Um, yeah. I wish that the camera was not zooming around so much. I would have liked to see yeah. the screens. Yeah, that happened a lot. Um, but um, and I and about yeah, was there anyone like you had forgotten died <laughs> or uh, oh yeah yeah or there's something like I hadn't realized. It seems to me that Charlton Heston's been dead for a long time now. I was like, absolutely oh, really? that was just this past year. Yeah, but uh, and then like you know like Roy Scheider. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I had the same thought. I was like, that was a while ago, wasn't it? But and then. The people that I was with, they they said like uh, Heath Ledger died this year, and I was like, yeah, but he was honored at the last Oscars, yeah, which still doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, Ricardo Montalban was in it this year. That's true. And he he like just died. That's true. And so did the what's his name from Shawshank? Uh, oh, James Whitmore. Whitmore. Yeah. yeah, I knew that was recent as well. So, yeah, uh, I guess it's just whoever dies in between Oscar telecasts. Yeah, and I think that's kind of a more, even though logically it makes sense to do it. In the calendar year, mm-hmm. but it just 
I think the uh, people who maybe are fans of Ricardo Montalban yeah. are going to want to see him honored. Right. You know, they're not going to want to wait. Yeah. It, it, so it, it makes it makes non-logical, but just it makes a certain kind of sense to do it yeah. between telecasts. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so do you think Hugh Jackman's going to be asked back? Um, I don't know. I, I'm not in charge of that. Right. I, like, I, I have... I, I mean, I thought... Chris Rock was great, and I thought yeah, I for sure he was going to be asked back, soon. and I don't think he's going to be. Yeah. So what do I know? Um, yeah. I think who was last year? Last year was Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Somebody who I do not remember any of her jokes. She just she was wasn't she vacuuming? Uh, that's the only thing I remember, and I didn't like that. I didn't hate it, but I was like, I didn't find it very funny. It's kind of a time filler. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is not something you need at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, so just in general, yeah, it was a it was a fine ceremony. There were no surprises. Uh, next week, I know it's several months late. <laughs> next week, uh, we will be discussing our ten favorites yeah. favorite movies of two thousand eight. Yeah. Well, we wanted to not get lost in the Oscar mania. Exactly. We want to trump the Oscars. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard, yeah. It's like it's like, all right, yeah. Right. I've seen the Oscars. Now it's time to tune in. They've had their chance to weigh in. Exactly. <laughs> now we'll do the real best of the year. Right. Uh, wait, we're not doing best. We're doing favorites. Favorites. Yes. Okay. All right. But uh, anyway, so tune in to that. Uh, any uh, comments? You can email to us at uh, battleshippretension at hotmail dot com. Uh, you can discuss this on the uh, on the forum. There this is or anything. This or anything. At this point, literally anything. Yeah. Uh, there have been some very interesting topics on there yeah, give them a look you'll know the ones i'm referring to i'm fine um, with i honestly i like the idea that the forum doesn't have to be all about movies it's people who absolutely are like-minded talking yeah. about thing whatever the fuck they want there's there's an everything else section there yeah so take advantage of that but there also is an awards section so if you want to discuss yeah. uh, the specifics of the oscars who would you who you would have preferred to win who you would have preferred to be nominated, whatever the case may be, just check it out over there. And uh, um, so, that we, yeah, that's at battleshipretention.com, yeah. uh, where there is also a donate button on the homepage. That's right. Check that out. Look yeah. at that. That's a blast. Yeah. Um, that's actually on a few of the pages. It's like an Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so until next week, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll get you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.